British journalist Christina Criddle has described for the first time what she says was the chilling moment that she discovered she'd been tracked by TikTok. Now look at this kitten. It seems innocent enough, but it was through her cat's account that the FT reporter found out she was being spied on. Four staff based in Beijing and the U.S. accessed her account data last summer to try to identify her sources for a story. TikTok's parent company ByteDance, which has admitted the data breach, said the employees had been fired. Well, let's talk more about this now and go to Glasgow, where we can speak to our technology editor, Zoe Kleiman. Uh, Zoe, I think what's really striking about this is it's proving something that TikTok has previously denied. I think you're absolutely right. That is what is so fascinating about this. I've known Christina for a long time. She's a friend of mine and we've worked together in the past. And she rang me up and said, you know, I think it's time to talk about what happened to me. And I think she's absolutely right because we've seen, haven't we, this, these stories about TikTok being banned from government phones, being banned from work phones in several countries now. And the reason that they've been banned is because there's so much nervousness around security. And that's all about whether uh, Western user data can be accessed inside China because ByteDance, TikTok's parent company, is still headquartered there. Now, ByteDance has always said, no, absolutely not. It's not accessible. It's not stored in China. Nobody would ever look at it. And here we have an example where it seems, you know, a couple of employees who TikTok says were acting uh, unauthorized um, and, and they have now been fired and, and accused of misconduct, but they did access her data um, in order to try not only to locate her, but also to locate who was around her to try and figure out who she was talking to. As you say, it's um, wh whether they were acting alone or not, just the fact that it happened and it was possible is quite worrying. And on that note, is it the fact that, you know, everyone should be worried about this or is this really just about journalists, important individuals who may need to be targeted? Well, so far, the advice has absolutely been that it's a personal decision. Um, I spoke to Michelle Donnellan recently. She's the uh, new science minister uh, here in the UK, and she was absolutely um, certain that on a personal level, if you want to have TikTok on your phone or your tablet, then that's a decision for you to make. Um, there is obviously heightened security around anyone who has access to uh, or, is, or, or is storing sensitive data of any nature. And I think that is probably how the advice is going to continue for quite some time. But as you say, what is really interesting about what happened to Christina is that it's, it's proved for the first time that something that theoretically people have been worried about is actually possible, even though ByteDance insists that it never authorised it and it's taking every step that it can to ensure uh, that it doesn't happen again. Just tell us how easy or difficult it is to find out in the first place that you're being tracked. Oh, well, it's very, very difficult. I mean, Christina only found out because she got a phone call from TikTok a couple of days before Christmas uh, telling her that there was a story in the New York Times that she might want to read. And when she read it, she discovered that she was one of a handful of journalists uh, who had been tracked and who TikTok had admitted to tracking. I mean, in all honesty, the likelihood is you wouldn't know unless somebody decided to tell you. That's extraordinary. And uh, the fact that there seemed to be lots of access points. I mean, the account belonged to her cat, um, the account through which she was tracked. 
Yeah, that's right. Christina set up the account because she's a tech journalist like me, you know, and she's interested in how social media works, but she didn't really want to make videos of herself. Uh, so she set up the accounts in the name of her cat. There was nothing that connected her as a working journalist to the account at all. Um, but obviously, when she set it up, you know, all of that user data would have gone in there. Um, and it was a small account. It had less than 200 followers, you know, some lovely videos of a cat uh, with a few hundred views. It, was, it wasn't like something had gone viral and drawn attention to it. I mean, all social networks gather a lot of data about you if you're on them. And, you know, Western social networks use them to monetize, to sell you ads, to try and get you to stay on the site for as long as possible by serving you up things that it knows you will like. It only knows that because the data that it's gathering about you. It's worth pointing out, isn't it, that China doesn't allow any Western social media uh, in the country. So it's not a two-way street. It's not like, you know, companies like Meta, which owns Facebook and Instagram, are able to collect similar data on Chinese citizens.